Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hi guys i'm so excited to be back this week we've got such a fun show and a really exciting guest we are going to be talking today to Izzy Goodkind. She is one of the stars of Bachelor in Paradise. It is my favorite summer show and it is so much fun and she reveals a lot of secrets. But before we get to that, I'm not alone here in our, in our Hollywood Life podcast studio. I am here with fashion director Katrina Mitsiliotis. I want to do something good for humanity. How about sterilization? I don't want to do this anymore. Please. My buttons, they don't feel nothing like now, steel. What the hell is that? A dress. Says who? Calvin Klein. You're a virgin who can't drive. Hello, Bonnie. Lots of news this week. Yeah, thanks, sir, for coming back from your vacation. Yeah, a little week. It was a nice, much-needed break. Yeah, it looked like it was a lot of fun. I saw you in a lot of bathing suits, yes. reclining on <laughs> hammocks. <laughs> All of the things I, you know, just usually do around the office. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I wish. Um, well, there's somebody who would have liked to have been there, at least in, in the hammock. <laughs> Not necessarily with you, by I don't the way. Think so. But in the hammock. <laughs> and that is our producer, Gina. No, Orlandini. Gino, the producer, dropping beats and dropping that knowledge. You guys know I avoid daylight at all costs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was actually just thinking that. I know. Look at his skin color. It's kind of like yeah. a vampire. Yeah, I stay away from the beaches. <laughs> so do I, actually. Catch fire. <laughs> I go to enough for all, both of you. Yeah, because I, I don't like beaches. I went and managed to have an entire Greek vacation without stepping, putting like my toe in the sand. Oh, gosh, buddy. <laughs> but I don't happen to be like Gino's whiter shade of pale, you know, here. Yeah. Well, that's because you actually get out usually um, during sunlight hours that's on true. the weekend. Yes. I wear sunscreen indoors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, before we get too far along discussing Gino's sunscreen habits, I've got to tell you that somebody who did spend a lot of time in the sun on a beach was Iz Izzy Goodkind, and she was in paradise. Bachelor uh, in paradise. That's right. <laughs> and she was there, I guess, for like at least a month and a half, and she had a kind of a torrid romance that ended <laughs> shockingly with this guy, Vin. And yes. she kind of started canoodling with another guy, Brett. Yeah, Brett. It's just so cool having, you know, she was so open and revealed so much. And with the finale coming up, yes. I just love what the hearing finale. all of these secrets and the like what goes on in that week. house. Next you know, week. This with is all Bonnie's of these couples. This is Bonnie's guilty pleasure. It is. <laughs> and uh, totally. we, really, we really grilled her. And, yes. and we gave her a hard time about her um, 
her fickle nature. Right. That's right. Yeah. Because I mean, here she was like with one guy for all these weeks, getting hot and heavy and like literally in a, in like a minute, she dumped him, dumped him. It's like what happens to Gina all the time. Yes. So I was pretty (laughs) mad at her vicariously. As he's asking for the bachelor in paradise application. (laughs) (laughs) Next season guys, next season, check me out. Gina, the producer with getting my first ever suntan. (laughs) Yeah. And I think you have to start working out in the gym too, Gina, lifting some weight. Oh God! Pumping some iron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Well. Always count on Bonnie for the compliment. I'm up in the gym every night, so see me there at Planet Fitness. <laughs> but before we get to that, we were gonna, we are so much news this week, and we're gonna have to yes. hustle through it because we have kind of a long interview with Izzy. But um, crazy Chris Brown situation going on. He was arrested yesterday. Finally, at the end of the day. For assault with a, de- a deadly weapon. weapon. Yep. And that was after like an hours. That was after many hours of a standoff where he right. was in his home and the police were outside. But, you know, there was so much other news this week, too. That's right. Um, speaking of Chris, one of his, well, his major, major ex, Rihanna, um, is finally official with Drake, a guy that she's been rumored to be hot and heavy with on and off with for a couple of years. And uh, they went public, really, at the VMAs when yeah. Drake came and presented her with the Video Vanguard Award and confessed that he's been in love with her since he was 22. I loved that. And also, really, um, some troubling news for Selena Gomez and uh, some sad news for her fans. That's right. Selena said that she's been dealing with the side effects of lupus, which she suffers from. It's an autoimmune disease and that it's causing her anxiety and stress and depression. And so she announced the end of the rest of her tour. So she's canceled all the rest of her tour dates for the year. That's the revival tour. So we're really sorry, fans, but we're going to talk about that. And then, of course, what would be a week without Justin Bieber and his latest love? And that's Sophia Ritchie. And they had a very PDA-filled vacation while the VMAs Yeah, I was just going to say, we know what he was up to when the VMAs were on and he was absent. Exactly. So, Gino. Oh, but before we hop in, we have to tell everybody to give us five stars on iTunes. Yes, please. Please go to iTunes. (laughs) And we hear that you don't really like to hear us begging. So we're not begging. We're just very matter-of-fact, matter-of-factly asking if you could go to iTunes and give us five stars and write a review. We love the comments because we love the feedback. You know, we bring you guys the show every week and we're passionate about it. We're passionate about bringing you guys the news. And Gino, has anyone had anything to say? Well, all I really want to say this week is that thank you guys so much for leaving all the great reviews. Um, Sweet Mint Julep, who is like one of our big fans. Love uh, Sweet Mint Julep. Left us a recent review. She actually followed me on Instagram and we've been going back and forth a little bit. So she's a big supporter of the show. Thanks, Sweet Mint. So we really really appreciate listeners like Sweet Mint and... um, there's, there's nothing really too new and interesting. We didn't actually get a new review this week. That's the sad, <laughs> day. sad news. So well, I know because we had like five all in a row. We had that a, was very we had exciting. A bunch. Everyone was pretty upset that we were off. Um, and For so a couple they were I think, I I think gone, people sure. really missed us when we were gone. And then that's when all the reviews started pouring in. Now that we've been back consistently doing the show, people are taking us for granted again. So if we want those reviews, we might have to go on another hiatus. I don't know. No way. No, well, we, we won't. We're, we're here for you guys. Um, we got all the kinks ironed out. So thank you so much 
for everyone who left a re- review. And if you haven't, please just go over to iTunes, give us a five star review. Yeah, because we yeah. love reading them and we read them on the air. Yeah, we yeah. absolutely will read it on the air. Um, one reviewer, I can't remember who it is. I I, was, I had it and then I lost it. Actually, I wanted to mention. Um, said that we she was kind of upset that we mentioned that Kim Kardashian would make a good president. Um, <laughs> I forgot to read this a, a while ago when it came in. And I'm not sure that's what we said exactly. I think that might have been out of context. Um, I'm not sure what we were talking about, but I don't think we were... Maybe Kanye running for president? I don't think we were... I think we may have mentioned her in the context of, like, first lady. Yes, because Kanye is the one who said that he wants to run in 2020. However, um, no, we are not not cheering on Kim for president this year. And besides, (laughs) it's a little late for Kim to get set up as the representative (laughs) of the third or fourth party. So, guys, get ready, though, because the debates are coming between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Yeah, that's right. Okay, should we... Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, besides reviews, we also have something else I want to get into, yes. um, which is our favorite segment, What Are You Crushing On This Week? Uh, so, let's go, I think, does Bonnie need some more time for her No, crush? no, I'm already. Okay, Bonnie, hit us with it. What are you crushing on this well, week? I'm crushing along with, I think, like about, a, you know, half a billion people around the world. Um, I'm crushing on Beyonce because that 16-minute-long performance of le- like virtually every song off the Lemonade album was incredible at the VMAs, and it was so unexpected. First of all, she was kind of a surprise last-minute um, performer, and then to put out such a show, and I just love how she can sing, and then she'll just burst into dance, like burst really hard into dance, and then she stops, and she sings again, and she's not even out of breath. No. So we all need her trainer, that's for sure. Did you see her booty? Her butt looks so good. Well, it, her butt always yeah. looks so good. Yeah, and I thought it was so good. sweet that she brought little Blue, Blue Ivy on the red carpet and that they both wore princess dresses. Yeah. yeah, I was actually on that carpet. I saw Blue Ivy. It was a really cute scene. And her whole family was there, all dressed in sort of like these matching, glittery, I don't know, like lemonade-themed gowns. Awesome. It, it was quite the, I mean, the outfitting. We heard that Blue Ivy's dress was like $11,000, yes. but her whole family was dressed like that. It must have been so expensive. What is it like seeing the queen in, in person? You know, I had to bow my head. When she <laughs> didn't my head. I, I had to take a knee. Very appropriate. Like, and, and did Blue Ivy give you the time of day, Gino? No, no glance, love. No, glance in your direction. Not even. Not even. Ro- the, yeah, it's, uh, royalty did not look my way, but um, it was cool to be there. <laughs> and I have to say, Bunny, I agree with you. Like, I think that is the single best award show performance I've ever seen in my life. I don't know. I don't think I'm just live. being biased yeah. just because it's the most recent. Like the dancing mixed with the vocal performance uh, and the staging. Like, oh my god! Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it was and uh, I think it just goes to show not just what a talent Beyonce is, but what a professional. Like when she does mm-hmm. something, she does it right. Yeah. We hear that she runs in, he- in heels to yeah. train for... Sophie Beam told us that. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. That was her advice to her. All I can say, though, is I think that's great, Beyonce, that you're that you know committed, but you're going to mess up your feet. Like, you got to think ahead. <laughs> she well, trains cardio so yeah. she can sing while she, after dancing and, yeah. and without being out of breath like that. Because like if you saw Britney's performance after, she doesn't even attempt vocals. Don't, right? don't most, be mean to most Britney. Most people don't. Let's not be mean to Britney. I didn't be mean to Britney. The VMAs were mean to her by putting her yeah, on after Beyonce. That was cool. that I know. Was the whole world was really worried for Britney, as we remember. Yeah. Like the whole of the Twitter sphere lit up with memes and, and gifts. 
and feeling sorry that Britney was going to have to go on after Beyonce. But you know what? Britney proved that she's got metal. She just went ahead and she did it. Yeah, did I thing. mean, she looked amazing too. Let's Britney's body looks just like it did like oh, at the God, 99 yes. VMAs. And she has a show on Vegas. So Britney's obviously, you know, back and better than ever. She's glory coming out. So the aerobics routine that she calls a Vegas show. <laughs> <laughs> and harsh. and we've heard Way that harsh. that both she and Justin Timberlake, her ex-boyfriend, are interested in doing a collaboration together. Never, never, so never happened. Interesting. Okay. Never but happened. guys, like I've been dying to tell you what I'm crushing on, okay, so I'm go, just gonna go, go for it. For okay, it. well, yeah, Katrina, let me ask you. I'm Please. sorry. What are you crushing on? I know you all love Queen Bay, but my personal queen, Rihanna. Uh, it was Rihanna's night. Slay. I know Beyonce had the performance. She performed four times. Drake presenting her with the Vanguard Award. I just loved everything about this. I've been such a huge Rihanna fan for so long, and I just love how I find her really authentic, and I think Drake touched on that in his speech, and it was just so great to see her have that night. You know, at 28, it was such a big moment. She seemed so gracious and excited for it, and I just loved everything about it. I love when Riri's in the spotlight. As Key and Peele said, it was an extended Rihanna concert featuring the VMAs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thought that was a great That's line. kind of, I would want that for all award shows. Like, I yeah. say the Emmys are coming up, get Rihanna to perform four times. The only thing is, I think now we have to have a love declaration at every award show. Yes. Like, now we've just been so spoiled. <laughs> but, I actually, did, I'm doing, okay, but you know what, And I told you, but my personal feeling about it, well, I guess I could save it, but yeah, I don't it know. was Rihanna's night. Okay. We should save it though because okay. we we're not we've gotta hold back some of okay. our news. Okay. To the news section. Okay, Gino, yes. who are you crushing on? Okay, well I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Um last week I endorsed some TV, so I'm just gonna keep on that theme because guess what is back? This week, Narcos is coming back to Netflix. Oh my god, wait, Gino, you were playing this music before and I was like, I know this song. Where do I know it from? I'm so excited. I didn't know that. Narcos season two, which as people say, when his, is it? history is it starts this weekend, I believe. So I don't even know what it is. People, oh my god. It's, it's this so it's the story of Pablo Escobar. It's oh, so brilliant. And as everyone god. says, his, He's such a bad guy. His, he is, well, but he's played so brilliantly by the oh, lead in, in this. He has such presence, and he it's actually a Brazilian actor who had never spoken Spanish before who learned Spanish for the show. So maybe if you're, if you're a Spanish speaker, you don't love it because you're going to be able to tell it's not, you know, but he's he just has amazing pre presence oh, and the show it. is so gripping. Yeah. And so don't Google Pablo Escobar because you'll Wikipedia the spoiler for that. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of forgot how the history went. I was alive when all this happened, but... I don't really remember because I was a, ba a baby. So it's and let's all just just put in a word here. He is not a role model. Okay, Gino, forget it. He's not a role <laughs> not model. No. He may make good TV, but he's not a role no, model. No, of course not. But I will say it's such good television, Bonnie. If you started watching the show, I don't know if it's your cup of tea, but you can literally binge watch it in time for season two. Yeah, I, I mean, is that. is Tony Soprano a role model? No, like yeah. he's you know he's the difficult man. He's you know it's the, it's, a difficult, out about a the, murderous man. It's the paradigm of but, modern TV yes, is like he, the Don Draper. The yeah, you know. So, anyway, let's. Um, we got we got some news to get to though, right? Yeah, we sure do. Okay, guys, let's get right into it. Let's just talk about this crazy uh, Chris Brown situation. So while we were all covering the VMAs, no, wait a second, we're getting yep. our nights all mixed up. It was Monday night that Chris Brown was had his party it was after the vmas it was the day after yeah today's okay. wednesday we covered well, all this all day let's yesterday not get too into dates because people okay. were going to listen yeah. to this at all times all right so regardless okay so chris brown having a party monday night after the vmas 
Um, people over at his house at about 3 a.m., a woman who was at the party, Bailey Curran, calls 911 and says that Chris um, pointed a gun at her and she's freaking out. Screaming. And, and the police tear out to Chris's place and a standoff begins because Chris is not coming out of the house and the police don't have a warrant to go in. So they couldn't go into his place. And this went on for most of the day yesterday and Hollywood Life was covering it, the, every single second of it. And Chris posted three different videos on Instagram, talked about how he was innocent, this was all nothing, and this was all made up, and he had just been sleeping, and nothing happened, and the truth would come out, and he called her some, the Bailey, some names, some pretty choice names, and uh, meanwhile, his lawyer, Mark Garagos, actually went on a podcast yesterday and said that Chris has been accused of, uh, that people have made false allegations about him before, and that uh, Mark Garagos... Um, it made it seem like he believed this was another one. Well, and he also said yeah. he also said that he advised Chris not to come out of the house until the police had a search warrant. It's important to also mention, like, while all this, Chris was arrested on um, at the end yeah. of the day. So he, he, he was, was he did come out. He was arrested, and it was. And he went quietly, you know, he came yeah. out at once they got the search warrant, he followed his lawyer's advice, he came out and he it was... It was on um, assault with a deadly weapon was what he was arrested for. He was released on bail, $250,000, so he's now at home, and he did take a drug test when he was in jail. And this is what Bailey says happened, you can just hear, yeah. this is her side of it, she, I think this is via Snapchat or something. Bailey Curran. Do you all honestly think I wanted this and I caused this? If somebody put a gun to your head, what would you do? He is asking. So, yeah, she's not saying he put a gun to her head, but she's implying. Well, no, she said if, if someone put a gun to your right. head. So yeah. there's nuance there, but, That's right. but whatever. But be prior to the us finding that, of course, Chris was on Instagram during the middle mm -hmm. of this standoff with the police where he was refusing to come out. And, you know, he legally he doesn't have to come out, but he took to Instagram and was being super crazy. Um, so here's just some of that. Chris posted this very strange Instagram video, making it clear he was not going to cooperate with the police. So I'm sleep half the damn night. I just wake up. All these motherfucking helicopter choppers is around. Uh, police out there at the gate. Come on, my nigga. And it's always gonna be fuck the police. Black Lives Matter, nigga. I don't care. Y'all gonna stop playing with me like I'm I'm debilitating out here like I'm going crazy. I'm not. You guys got me fucked up though. So good luck. When you get the warrant or whatever you need to do, you gonna walk right up in here and you're gonna see nothing. You idiot. Chris also So I'm I think Chris is a little confused about the Black Lives movement. It's it's not about <laughs> fuck police. Um yeah. maybe he should get in contact with the with people who are actually involved in that on the ground. Uh, he's Per usual, being belligerent and kind of an idiot, in my opinion. Well, not, did nothing not, to diffuse the situation, no. and it kind of became a huge spectacle. And I know I understand if he wanted to wait for the search warrant, but I definitely don't think this helped anything in his defense. He also like, called this woman case. a bitch. So if you want yeah. to, hear what the fuck else do y'all want from me, bro? I stay out of the way, take care of my daughter, do work. I don't even fuck ugly bitches, trifling bitches. Whatever the fuck it is. Breezy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was not, that did not, that's not nice at all. This is not the way to talk. I don't think it helped his case. I don't think it was a, I don't think it helped anything. It was rude and unnecessary. And listen, even if these, if these accusations are false, then, it, then the legal process 
is going to prove that they're false and there's no need for Chris to be getting on Instagram and be saying things that I'm sure that he will regret. And in fact, he took down those Instagrams. I saw them, that they had come down. He also took the opportunity. He also took the opportunity to promote his new single. Let me not forget to say, go stream, download, buy Grass and Greener video out. Okay. So fair play on that one, actually. <laughs> never, never miss a moment to promote your, right? You know, it's, this music industry is very competitive. So, right. you know. You should have hung like a banner outside his house since this was all being live streamed yeah, and we were following that, Now, that would have been a smarter thing to do yeah, just play than, it. than to insult the woman who made these accusations. Yeah, I can't hit on that move. But that brings up another thing is that yeah. we think that royalty was in the house. Did we say that? Well, okay. We call, we spoke with yeah, um, Guzman. Nia Guzman. That's, that's um, royalty's mom. We spoke with her lawyer. Her lawyer claimed that Chris's daughter, Royalty, was in the house when this all when the party happened and this all went down, but that somehow she got out of the house before the police came, which would have been an, really an impossibility. Well, I mean... So it's very strange. I mean, if there was a babysitter there or someone who could have removed Royalty and brought her somewhere else, I mean... But the police were there, and I don't think that Chris and anybody knew that the police were on the way, so... I don't really yeah. know. We could never, we were not given a complete explanation mm-hmm. of how that happened if, in fact, royalty was in the house. Let's just hope that royalty wasn't in the house at the time because yeah. certainly she doesn't need to be a part of all that. Well, weren't there some things found in the house too? That- well, no, so this, this is, is, this is, okay. He was charged with assault with a deadly weapon. So we can assume that they recovered some kind of weapon. But I don't think we know exactly if there was a gun found. Um, and if the, you know, who owned the gun, um, he wasn't charged with any drug possession at this point. So we don't know if there were drugs inside the house, which there was a lot of speculation about. Um, I think that, you know, we can't really rush to judgment and we have to let the legal authorities. It is important. Yeah. The authorities have yet to confirm it, but it is important to point out that Bailey, the girl in question, or the girl involved in this situation, did go on TMZ and she was asked if drugs were, you know, they were doing drugs and she refused to answer the question, just saying like, you know, I'm just here to tell my story of what happened. I don't want um, any problems with Chris, any more problems with Chris. So Definite dodge. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Ray J also in the house? Is yeah, this- Ray J was in the house, <laughs> and Ray he J. also went on Instagram defending Chris and saying that nothing happened. Also important to point out that while um, Chris does say he was sleeping half the night, but when police were there, other people did come out of the house, and they were in their party clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, But listen, it's not against the law to have nope. a party. So um, the other thing, too, is that Bailey Curran, who is a, an actress... Um, was also is under like is wanted for questioning in New York City in regards to um, a friend of hers who was with her and stole a wallet from the Plaza Hotel or was accused of stealing a wallet from the Plaza Hotel. Yeah. And Hollywood Life spoke to the NYPD and they confirmed that there's no warrant for Bailey's arrest. She's just wanted for questioning. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm wanted for questioning. <laughs> I don't, that doesn't say much. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is a, a complicated story, and obviously the, the details that really matter we don't have yet. So we yeah, important to also point out that um, you know Bailey says she's you know had interactions with Chris in the past. He's always been nice. She even was at a pool party at his house in the past with Justin Bieber present. So, right. and what she said is that everything was going fine at this party, and then one of the other 
people in the house pulled out some diamond jewelry yes. and that they were showing off the diamond jewelry. And just when she was looking at it, the per- whoever this person is said, you got to stop, you got to get away from the jewelry. And then Chris came up and, and put the gun to her head. This is what she said and told her to get out of the house and get away from the jewelry. And she also claims that they asked her to sign a non-disclosure agreement before leaving. So it's all, you know, it's all very murky. It's very mm-hmm. confusing. Um, let's not pass judgment on anybody at this point. And this is going to court on September 20th. The only thing I would pass judgment on is that, yes, Chris, it wasn't a good idea to, th- to do those Instagram videos. It didn't make you look terrific. I mean, celebrities get away with everything. So when can we pass judgment? Because just like if you have the money, you can pretty much buy yourself yeah. out of any situation. That's not I think true. It's imp- well, I think That's it's not important true. to point you out. You people to drop charges. I mean, it's just the... You can't buy your way out of charges being dropped. But, you know, you also, on one hand, you know, I mean, celebrities do go to jail. Chris has already been to jail. Now, if the charges against him Can't are proven she, true, yeah. he could be he could be sentenced up to three years in but jail. What so happens, it's serious. What happens if Bailey decides to drop the charges? I don't think that matters. Okay. Because she also has said, um, since this happened, that she doesn't know whether or not she's going to press charges. But I don't think once you're charged, it doesn't mean... Got it. It doesn't mean that the police won't go ahead. Now, well, tell, if she's, tell that to Robert Durst. Okay, <laughs> killing people for like twenty years. Okay, but if she's here's the thing: if she's an unwilling witness and doesn't want to testify and doesn't want to repeat her story, yeah. that will and if it will Definitely effectively, you know, hurt the case. Which so, is which is where money comes into play because you can yeah. you know make a settlement with her sort of out of court and then she refuses to testify and you know I think it's important to also point out the timing here you know Chris Brown's probation ended in 2015 after his situation with Rihanna um, finally and, ended yeah and I mean and he does and he ended up in jail for breaking for breaking the terms of his uh, probation so I mean he really should be smarter about not getting himself in these situations and there's no way he's allowed to have guns around if there was a gun around I'm sure that's a violation like he's got a record you can't just have a gun I mean it's right? also you if you have like I think royalty in the home whether yeah. or not even right, if right. she wasn't there at that moment I don't think you know obviously having things in your house when you have a child no. around is not but, but okay but yeah but but that's also important. To, right. My point is that, you know, this could also affect Chris Brown's custody situation with his daughter, Royal. Right. Yikes. And we're hearing that Nia Guzman is absolutely furious and that she her initial reaction is, is that she wanted to go try and go to court and get full custody of royalty. We've since heard that she and Chris are talking and they're trying to work something out so that um, he doesn't lose custody. At least now the thing is, if he ends up going to jail, he's going to lose custody. But if he <sighs> doesn't, if he if the charges end up being dropped, I'm not sure that, uh, uh, you know, a judge would change their custody arrangement because, you know, you're not going to change custody if it turns out that the allegations can't be proved. Anyway, Rihanna, we hear, was very upset and, um, you know, was just sick about it, worried sick about it, about Chris when she heard about this all going on. So despite the fact that she's busy having a wonderful (laughs) time with Drake, um, according to a source that Hollywood Life has, she took a couple of minutes to text Chris and to see how he was doing. Yes. And that I think brings us to the topic of Rihanna and Drake, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's do this. You love birds. <laughs> oh, I just can't get enough of them. You know, it's been, are you, what are you doing, Gino? <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing I? anything. Oh, okay. Oh, should I? Oh, you know, she's like, are they the that? new diamonds? I think she sees, she sees them as the new diamonds in the night. Yeah. <laughs> 
in my opinion, I think this song is about Rihanna. I think this song is Drake singing about having sex with Rihanna. <laughs> it is. I think it has to be. It's so it's so good. I think half his album is about her, and, and, her, and hers about him. I think they're. But anyway, but yeah. why do we think this? Because well. Not just the VMAs, but what happened after, right? Yeah, well, and I mean, we've had sources that have been saying, you know, we've been seeing them, everyone's been seeing them kind of go on these stops on tour, perform their hits together. There and there's a lot so, of twerking. Yeah, so lot sexy of on stage. Yeah. So sexy. And, you know, sources have told us they've kind of been together on the DL for a while now, but it really, you know, it wasn't until after the VMAs that they're making this, you know, now they're out and they're a couple. They may not be saying anything, but their body language and all of the time they're spending together certainly well, I mean, listen, Drake made a confession on That's stage. True. He came on stage. He wore a tuxedo. Like, who's oh, ever seen Drake amazing. in a tuxedo? Especially she was at the VMAs. No, Drake, Drake wears tuxedos. That's yeah. his he thing does. in the war shows. Really? Yeah, okay. but, yeah. well, at the he, VMAs where everyone's so dressed down, right. it was so amazing to see him step out. We hadn't seen him at all that evening. And then all of a sudden he comes up on stage and he had so many nice things to He say was about. actually well, not on the carpet. I mean, which we, yeah. I kind of no, expected. He, he missed the carpet because, he, and then he also won the first award of the night yeah. and he missed it because he was, quote, Stuck, in, stuck traffic. in traffic. He didn't even well, come up and accept his award. Don't you think that was just an excuse? It yeah, was like, I think it and was. They say, listen, she was dressed in this beautiful evening gown. He was in a tuxedo. It was like they were the king and the queen of the ball. Yeah. And he was there to honor his princess. And, you know, when he started talking about how much he had loved Rihanna since he was 22 years old and he kissed her on stage and how much she meant to him and what he admired about her and who she was, it looked like he, he was about to drop to one knee <laughs> and propose. Like, I think half the people who, who were watching expected him yeah. to propose. And in fact, I mean, on Twitter, people were talking about it. Is he going to propose? Is he going to? Is he about to present her with a ring? Let's, let's hear that. Actually, here it comes. She's someone. She's someone I've been in love with since I was 22 years old. She's one, of my, she's one of my best friends in the world. All my adult life, I've looked up to her even though she's younger than me. She's a living, breathing legend in our industry. Ladies and gentlemen, the recipient of the Michael Jackson Vanguard. Yeah, but who, who could disagree with that? A living oh my legend. God. I love this so much. I get excited every time I hear it. I just thought he spoke so eloquently about her. It was so perfectly put. I'm happy he did not propose at that moment because not the time. it was her moment. Exactly. So, And I think that's why she didn't you know, smooch him right back there. And she kind of gave him his, her cheek. I think she wanted to keep the focus on you know, her getting the award, rightfully so. Yeah, right. and they've kept it so private to that point yeah. that it's not, I mean, I don't, well, it I wasn't the they wanted to keep things at a certain level and not yeah. get and I think she might have been worried that if they kissed that he would do one of those remember when Halle Berry got like bent over by Adrian <laughs> Brody at the Oscars and yes. he like gave her this huge smooch I don't think she wanted that to happen however they did go out afterwards with her family in fact yeah. her Drake was backstage with her family during during the show and they went all out together and they had a big family dinner afterwards and then the next night they also went out together Drake and Rihanna just themselves solo for date night in New York City and she then, stayed over his place the yeah. night of the Vanguard Awards and then they jetted off to Miami where she's with him right now he has some stops on his tour so and you know they were spotted holding hands they were at so a club yeah. last night they were PDAing there was mm -hmm. video we have it on site on Hollywood Life they were kissing and PDAing and they've never been photographed holding hands before so they are really coming out officially as a couple 
And I think the interesting thing is, you know, Drake admitted there in that speech that he's loved her since he was 22. But I think it, it seems to me that it was maybe not quite reciprocated and that the great love of Rihanna's life to this point maybe was probably Chris Brown. That's I mean, right. they had this like incredibly torrid romance that couldn't even be stopped when he beat her to a pulp. Right. Like she even they even circled back after that. Sort yeah, of that's after right. the everything had died down. And it is in like We Found Love that especially the video was definitely based yeah. on how crazy that romance was. And, and Diamonds in the Night was definitely about them too. Right. It just was so passionate. And then, you know, Drake has always been sort of like really into Rihanna, but it just doesn't seem like she totally reciprocated. And now that no, Drake No, 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 no. I don't think it's I that. Think it no, that I don't think it's that. I think it's that Drake has also been a player yeah. and he's had a million different girls well, at so his feet. Well, so is Chris Brown. I know, but let's just stick with Drake here for a second. Okay, <laughs> Drake was a player and I think Rihanna and he got involved a couple years ago. I remember us covering it. They were in Paris and they were going out night after night. She appeared mm-hmm. at his concert. She went on stage with him then and they got back and then after a couple weeks, he basically like just dumped her. I think that he wasn't ready for the commitment and he broke her heart then and so she's been, and that's what our sources told us at the time and I think She's been very wary. They've, you know, Drake realized he made a mistake at some point. He realized that he wanted to be with her. And it took him a long time to win her back. And who could blame her? The time feels right, too, because he yeah. Drake has sort of ascended to the top of the hip hop world in, in that interim and become sort of the, the biggest hit maker. Views is, is made the I think the longest running album at the top of the charts in history. It, yeah, it's been wow. on it's been on the top of the charts all summer, which is an incredible run. Um, and he's just really at the top of his game. He's also had like a personal make over he like he looks different he's gained a lot of weight in a good way he's put on a lot of muscle like <laughs> he's, into it. he's very he's very like filled out i think um drake is hot now like he yeah you know but I mean, well i think that he's hot he, she's hot he they're was, perfect now yeah he was he was pretty hot a couple years ago when they were together <laughs> yeah. but i think he's just matured i mean he's 29 now he's yeah. a little bit older maybe he feels like he's got the plane out of his system and he's ready to commit and he realizes like there's only one rihanna there may be like a million yeah. other girls that, you know, you can find to spend a night with. But, you know, she is such a quality person and such a talent. They have so much in common. I love this. I just think this is their year. I really want to see this work. And I agree. I think the timing is so perfect for the two of them. They have undeniable chemistry. When they work together, it's amazing. So I think I don't see why it can't work with their love life. And, you know, the thing is, is that she has stayed friends with Chris. Yeah. And has been in touch. We've heard that over and over because we've got good sources on both of them. And they've developed a nice friendship. And, you know, Chris really admires her. He worked a lot. He's worked a lot on his anger management situation. Maybe not enough. But they have become, they've maintained a friendship. It seems like Rihanna's game since her relationship with, with Chris Brandt has just elevated to another level. Yeah. Like yeah. her music has elevated, her performing has elevated, just like her her consciousness as a person. She's raised her consciousness to yeah. a level. Meanwhile, Chris Brown is in his house like recording insane videos and is still essentially yes. the same asshole as he always has been. Not a, fa- not a fan of those rants. I'm not going to lie. I am happy that I feel like we've turned the page on Rihanna and Chris. And, yeah. You know, yeah, I I'm glad understand. we don't talk about that anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I think Drake is a better fit for her. Well, listen, my opinion. let's just hope that this all goes well because yeah. let's hope that her that a diamond is on the way. We need a new wedding. <laughs> we need a Rihanna Drake wedding. How amazing. amazing would that be? That would be really cool. Yes. And I want her to be happy. So speaking, though, of um, other people who have been sort of what? Yeah. No, I was just agreeing with you. 
Um, other news. Um, other people have been happy. Um, Justin Bieber and Sophia Ritchie well, had a very yeah. happy time over the VMAs weekend. They jetted off to Cabo. This was right after her 18th birthday party. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Justin swept her away for an 18th birthday Quite literally. trip. And they were photographed like making out like crazy on Lots the trip. Of PDA. They were in Cabo. Um, she was wearing a high-waisted bikini. And that's why Justin wasn't at the VMAs. I like, what do you guys think about these two as a couple? They're cute. I mean, he seems really happy with her, at least from the photos. He's so. like smiling more than I've ever seen him yeah. smile. Like he is cheesing in every picture. Did you see that photo he posted today? I don't know where since it wasn't on Instagram, but he's he, on Twitter. Oh, it was. Okay. He's like smiling bigger than I've ever seen. And also like he's been posting these really funny videos. Like he was running around in his private plane that they jetted off to uh, Mexico with. And you could hear Sophia saying, yeah. you're crazy. Like he was doing these wind sprints inside the plane and like dived onto the little bed. Like he's just, he's like giddy. And like, yeah, well, that's what sources say that he likes that, you know, Sophia does have this kind of like goofy side about her too. And they have a lot of fun together. And from all the, you know, things we're seeing on Snapchat and even in photos, like Gino said, it definitely appears to be true. Yeah. So. Oh, and those photos at that resort in Mexico. Yeah, their, their body language is hot. I mean, body language. They were like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, like outside the hotel. But you know, listen, they may have a lot more in common than he's had with some of like the other girls he's been with since he was with Selena. I mean, she grew up in the musical world. Her dad is Lionel Richie. Yeah. She and he, he's, so she understands that world. She understands the world of celebrity. I'm sure she's a very sophisticated mm-hmm. young woman. We've met her, didn't she? Yeah, she, she did was a, our Fashion Week guest editor. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she was really nice, really fun, really mature, really yeah. cool. Sophia's half black. Justin thinks he's black. <laughs> they, they have that going. <gasps> right? Oh, goodness. Beautiful. Beautiful. But they wow. do seem to be having just a really good time together. Yeah. It'd be really natural. He feels like he can be really down to earth with her. She feels she is down to earth with him. Yeah. So we're really happy. But what we're not so happy about is that his ex, Selena, yeah. is having such a hard time. This was really shocking news to me because, you know, she's gearing up. She was supposed to be getting back on the revival tour, finishing up um, another leg of it. And, you know, right before that, now this news comes out that she's been she had to cancel it. I know. This is a big deal to cancel the whole rest of her tour for the fall. Um, She had dates all through until almost Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, she released a statement saying that um, her lupus uh, had flared up under the stress of doing the tour and that it was causing her a lot of anxiety and depression and stress. And so she's taking the rest of the fall off just to get her health back. And this isn't all that. I don't, you know, while... Not that it's not all that surprising, but there were signs, you know, Selena has been very vocal and especially she has such a great relationship with her fans. She took to Instagram to kind of express some of her troubles a few weeks ago, how she said she felt really unauthentic with herself. That's right. Yeah, she really opened up and you could tell that there was kind of some inner turmoil going on. And And that has nothing to do with Justin. It was like a personal thing with her tour and her career and just with herself, she said. So I think there is more to the story, though, because this comes right after she gets in this very public feud with Justin Bieber on Instagram which is like very uncharacteristic of her like she's normally so savvy and like wouldn't lower herself to like calling Justin out for cheating on Instagram or like con- like commenting on his photos with Sophia which is kind yeah, of it was a, very public it, it was out of but character you know but even listen being very honest with her fans um, as Katrina pointed out and talking about how she felt inauthentic and that she wasn't sure that what she was doing was really fulfilling yeah. like I think it just speaks to the fact that she's going through a hard time and that she would kind of let herself share that much with 
her fans, but also kind of let go of her normal control and get involved with Justin and comment, like let that well, bother yeah. her again. I think, you know, the bottom line is if she is suffering from anxiety and depression, those are very serious things. And above all else, you know, she, of course she's amazing to see her perform and stuff, but she does have to take care of herself. You know, we've seen, so even Justin on tour seemed to really be, it took a toll on him. So this traveling and this lifestyle. I mean, think about it. These people are very is, young. They're yeah. young. So I think it's important. I think it's incredibly mature of Selena to come out and say that she needs to take this time to work on herself and, you know, with its whether it's associated to lupus, whether there's other stuff going on behind the scenes. I really respect and admire her because I think the industry, too, it's a very easy industry where if you're gone one minute, you know, not that it would ever make or break her career. She's huge. But there's an immense amount of pressure and expectation from all of the people, you know, on board with the tour who helped put it together. Tickets have been sold. So it's a big deal that she's doing this. Right. Well, here's the here's the thing, too, though. We did at Hollywood Life speak to um, lupus specialists, doctors, and they said that stress and anxiety and depression are a symptom, like are a side effect of lupus. And probably it's an auto, because it's an autoimmune dis, uh, disease, it affects like how you feel. And I'm sure it can affect your hormones. Plus, you know, she's on medication. And think about traveling, the number of dates that she's been traveling and performing. That is hard on the healthiest person, let alone a person with lupus. There's been a lot of confusion about what's going on with her. Remember a couple of years ago when she checked into that rehab clinic for a couple of days? In checked 24, in. yeah. She admitted she went to rehab and she said it was, she got diagnosed with lupus. It was around the same time her mother had a very public miscarriage and she had to cancel her tour. She needed time to be okay. Mm -hmm. But then after later, she said it wasn't rehab. She was actually receiving chemotherapy. That's right, she, which, is a pretty, yeah. which is a pretty serious treatment for lupus. But it was a rehab clinic right that she checked into so it was no it was i don't think that was ever confirmed it was that people speculated that she was in a rehab clinic she later mm -hmm. said or they may have the story may have put it been put out at the time that she was in a rehab clinic because she wasn't ready to talk about the fact that she was having chemo and you know she was never that open about her lupus until about a year or so ago yeah. she kept that quiet there was speculation that she had it but she herself did not admit to it so I think it's really good that she's admitting to it. Lupus is a serious disease, and she having to have chemo means that she's got she's at least had a serious case of it on at times. Well, yeah. in, in touch is reporting that um, her friends are really worried about her, and that the anxiety and depression has led to a bunch of partying and and that like yeah. drinking, and that's that, that's what's going on. I mean, right. you know, well, we we you know we have no evidence of that. I think that would have been actually kind of hard to do on the kind of with the work schedule that she's had. So I, I don't know when you're so famous drinks are free everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. There's always an open bar. It's, you know, it's in your writer. It's backstage. It's, you know, like it's I know, everywhere. But she also has to perform every night, but above all that, you know, she does also have the lupus that she always has to, you know, keep, be conscious of because it is a serious thing. You know, That's she right. may look great and sound great, but it's a daily struggle that she has to deal with. Yeah. And autoimmune diseases make you feel not good. So yeah. like physically it can be a real struggle. So we're going to listen, we're going to see she's taking a step back. We're going to be monitoring the situation with Hollywood life. Her fans were all wishing her feel better. Selena last night on Twitter, it was like a huge Twitter event going on with them wishing her well. And, um, you know, she may have to re reconsider what she's doing for her career. Going on tours may not be what she can handle. Yeah. Especially, like I said, this isn't the first tour that she's had to cut short. So. That's right. 
Well, listen, Justin Bieber loves to go on vacation and takes breaks. I think Selena should too. Take a break. <laughs> yeah. like, go, go, go to one of these resorts. Justin, relax. Go to Cabo. Bring somebody, bring somebody hot. Yeah. You know, it recharges Justin's batteries. <laughs> well, get, I don't know. Get his travel person. Yeah. Book this. Speaking of travels. Right? Yeah. Who do we have to? Can't wait to talk. Oh, some cannot in wait to talk to Izzy, who traveled all the way also to Mexico, where yeah. par- where paradise exists. So have to talk about everyone finding love in Mexico. Okay. And we are back, and we've got a very special guest here today. We are so excited. I'm here with Emily. Longaretta, our our entertainment editor, hey and of course, hi, <laughs> hi, and Gina, the producer. What up, per usual? <laughs> and not per usual, um, our special guest, Izzy Goodkind from Bachelor in Paradise. Ooh. Hello, yeah. thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming by. We're so happy that you are in New York City. Yeah, I love it here. I'm so happy you guys are here. Yay! And you're you're from Connecticut, so you're I not know. from that. You're not very far from New York. Not far at all. And have you moved to New York now? Yes, I moved uh, to New York right after Ben's season. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, good decision. Yes. Yeah, I was living in Connecticut, working in Westchester, and it was kind of just that extra push, having gone home the first night. Right. Um, Where in Connecticut? Expecting. Can you tell us? I was living in Greenwich. Oh, okay. Um, and then moved I to I used to live in Greenwich. Really? Beautiful. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. Quite yeah. the commute, though. It's quite the commute. And it, well, from the city, yes. But um, I was in Westchester, so it wasn't too far. Where were you working in Westchester? Uh, at Two's Company. It, was it in White Plains? It was outside of White Plains yeah. in Elmsford. Yes. Welcome to Geography Talk <laughs> on the <laughs> podcast where you find out about all local train routes. Well, this is interesting, though, because I live in Westchester, too. But we won't get into that, okay. Gino. I so, brought, I, I, I'm the one who took it down. It up. That's, that's my bad. <laughs> so we're really glad that you're here because, of course, the... Um, you know, we've been watching Bachelor in Paradise. It's a real favorite of Emily and mine and, of course, our Hollywood Life audience. And the After Paradise show this week was so interesting because, of course, we saw you. First, we see that you're, you're having this relationship with Vinny and you guys are considered almost a role model couple mm-hmm. on the show. Yes. And how long were you actually there with Vinny being a role model couple? Um, like how long did that relationship go on for? We were definitely the, a night one couple. Um, it had been a few, it had been a few weeks, um, which in real life isn't really that long for a relationship. It, you really need... When, especially dating in New York and being 25, you, you want to have a solid foundation. And I felt that we had an immediate connection, physical attraction to each other, but we hadn't really gotten deeper into those foundation 
conversations that I think are necessary for a solid relationship. Right. But so, but you said like in New York City, if you're here in a regular, like regular life, just going out for a few weeks wouldn't be very much. But there you're on this island. You live and, together. Right. And you're, you're together. seeing each other like all day, all the time. Mm-hmm. So I guess that it's different. Like you can become more serious and be considered a serious couple in a shorter period of time. Yes. It's very fast paced. You're in this small bubble. You have no interaction with the outside world. You can't, you know, share things with your parents as you would or your friends and family. And it's, it's a small, small bubble. And you're you're literally trapped intense. on an island. <laughs> literally. <laughs> we like to call it an island, but we're on in Mexico. <laughs> I still call it an Mexico's island. not an island. But I still called it an island. Oh, we all did. Welcome right? back to Geography Talk, <laughs> where we find out that Mexico, not an island. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you're, it's very, very intense. It's very fast-paced. You're practically living with this person. When in real life, you would maybe go on a few dates every, you know, every three nights or so. You know, you don't see that person. And you'd wait to text night. back and forth of and, and wonder if they the liked game. you. Yeah, the, the game, game would be there. I'm 25 living in the city and I'm dating in the city. So I get it. Well, I mean, well, I don't know how <laughs> that's, I don't know how you do that. I, I That's insane. Do you, <laughs> um, I was noticing, uh, you, obviously, the show is really emotional, um, and I, I'm looking at some pictures of you getting pretty emotional. And um, did you like? Were you how? How did you feel about uh, how they portrayed you crying on the show? Because I feel like you're kind of a pretty crier, like <laughs> big up. I do appreciate. Yeah, you that. are a pretty crier. Nice There's work. a lot of not so pretty criers. I'm, so. I'm good friends with Ashley I, and she <laughs> is a crier. Like, oh, she, is she ever? Oh my gosh! But I do appreciate that. Thank you. I um, those tears were 110 percent real. That breakup scene with Vinny was. Absolutely horrible. I I watched it again last night, and I still cry watching it. It's very intense. It's hard to watch back. You know, oh, not bet. many people people that watch the show. I don't think realize that we are real human beings, and that we do have, you know, real emotions, and, and that you do develop real feelings. One hundred percent. And being in that small bubble and that intense situation, it's very overwhelming. So you're you got together the first night. Mm-hmm. You guys hit it off. Um, uh, like your chemistry, physical chemistry, and Mm -hmm. I guess made an emotional connection, and then you're there for a few weeks. Why do you think, though, like what I liked about what you said on the After Paradise show is that you said that because of the TV cameras, because this wasn't a normal situation and you're being followed and you're on camera, you couldn't have the kind of normal conversations that you would Mm -hmm. as a couple that's getting to know each other. So you you couldn't talk about growing up and um, about what your life goals were, things like that. Why could you not? Um, You you totally could. You were obviously, you could speak your mind. You could say whatever you wanted. I personally, though, and maybe... I was wrong in signing myself up for this, but I'm not, I'm a more private person and I have, you know, things with my family or growing up that I didn't think were appropriate to talk about um, for the world to know because who knows what they're going to air. And I just didn't feel like it was something I wanted to share with the world. That's the thing about this show though, like the Bachelor franchises always do that where it's mm-hmm. all very sort of like the com- the dating conversations are always so su- weirdly superficial. Like no one ever talks religion, politics, nope. movies, right, pop culture. This, yeah. Like it's so strange. You never have any of the first date conversations. It's no. always just like there's a connection and it's all these buzzwords. And starting to have feelings yeah, for you. Yeah. Right. You never ever this saw journey. any of us, any of these couples have the real, real conversations. Right. I mean, Josh and Amanda did talk about her children because that's a huge part of you know her life mm-hmm. but absolutely 
there was never the conversations because the viewers don't want to see that. Oh, what do you do? Where did you grow up? Like, what do you do for work? That's yeah. not what they want to see. That. Um, They've never do, tried it, how though. Do you, how do they yeah, know? How do they know that they don't want to see that? That's know. what I always want to see. You know what? My favorite part at the end of every season is to see the bloopers because that's when you see everyone's like real personalities. Yeah, that's amazing. And one thing like I was disappointed in watching this season back was that I'm a very, very goofy and silly person and Vinny is as well. And they didn't show that part of our relationship. Mm. It was kind of like people called this boring. And like, I think we were by far the least boring couple there. Um, so they didn't show much of that side of us. Well, how often are the cameras in your face? 24 seven. Really? You, yeah. You wake up, you can wake up with the cameras on you. They, film you sleeping they're always there they have really? crews in like so, shifts because I'm, yes. like I'm like a camera guy I'm like oh my god yes. around the clock like, yes. what? he's like wait when do I eat <laughs> yeah yep, there are shifts where's my break there's, time yeah there's, all right. it's all how, the time how can you get intimate um that's definitely something that it happens on paradise obviously um but it's something i mean everyone everyone does i um vinnie and i were very cautious about that um we're very both private people so like you use protection you mean or um like, <laughs> I didn't, <I'm, laughs> where in the where in the house that would take place there was cameras everywhere so Right. So uh, is there going to be so a leak video or we, what? Uh, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. What's not. crazy what? is that like producers and everyone that are watching, they do, they can see that. Um, but they don't, they don't show any of it. Really? So there's like cameras in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. So there's that, cameras on the ceilings and then mics oh, all Jesus. over the, the bed. So whatever went and down so is like in the ABC vault. Wait right? a second. Oh, yeah. No, so in the vault. hasn't that got hacked yet? Like, I know. <laughs> so it's hey, terrifying. Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. This is, this is what we want you to work on next. We want to see right, the, the, DNC. the uncensored f- footage from Bachelor in Paradise. Leave Leslie Jones alone I don't, and get the Bachelor I in Paradise know, we don't footage. Wanna, we don't really want to see Leslie Jones. <laughs> like, it would not be able to be on ABC owned no. by Disney. Like, it needs to be on like HBO late night. Ooh. <laughs> so you can't, you can't go escape into the jungle no. to, to do anything. No. It is, you're pretty much, you're being watched at all times. Producers are always with you. Um, you know, nothing is, let me say, not one thing is scripted. They let us do whatever we want. Um, but when people come in, new people, new arrivals and stuff, we kind of just have to stay put. But other than that, there's no script. You Aren't kinda, the producers like prodding you though? And they're like, hey, Ashley, I, Ashley L told me she thinks you're a slot. You know, like, telling <laughs> I, don't, I didn't really experience any like manipulation or. Um, really? So it's not yeah. like that. Have you ever seen the TV show Unreal? I have not. I've chosen to not watch it until Bachelor in Paradise is over. That's well, smart. because it's complete manipulation yeah. so what yeah. it does it's supposed to be exposing what really goes mm-hmm. on on these reality shows and it and what it does is show complete and utter manipulation so yes. you're saying that doesn't happen unless i'm just extremely naive and blind to it <laughs> i i felt like i was very aware um and i i didn't experience that i don't think well let's go back though to the intimacy because <laughs> this just blows me away that you're supposed to get close they want you mm-hmm. to have romance they want you to make out now making out everybody's always making Everybody, out so always always Especially trying that Josh and Amanda mm-hmm. nonstop like oh, yeah. not but then but if you want to go anything further then you have to like really get under the covers in the dark mm-hmm. and yeah and people quiet. go people go around it like you saw like Lace and Grant mm-hmm. they put a uh, like a towel over the camera, ah. but 
that eventually fell down or somebody <laughs> came in and took it off. So people get around it. But I mean, definitely intimacy happens in paradise for sure. Right. So intimacy happens. And, and right now it's all locked up in some ABC <laughs> vault that we've now given Julian Assange from WikiLeaks yes. the instigation to leak. Jeez, do you know? <laughs> so they seriously, they could have the <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. That definitely was not me. <laughs> like, no, wait, wait. not me. Actually, uh, I, I actually just hacked into, hacked into the server. See, wait, this is... Perfect. <laughs> Oh, this is right. That's right when the towel fell down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to talk more okay. about Vinny because I need to know more. I have mm. really had a crush on Vinny since he was on The Bachelor. Really? Uh, so now I'm like side eyeing you. And now that he doesn't have bangs, I think he's really attractive. So let me tell you. Yes, tell us. <laughs> when, tell us what Vinny's When I was like. on The Bachelor, I came off of Ben's season, obviously night one, and I was like so upset. And did you choose to wear the onesie? I did. I was Why? like, let's do something different. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm like this goofy, funny, real person, maybe too real for the franchise, maybe. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be great. Producers told me it was going to be awesome. Right. And they encouraged you. Yeah. And it, and it was something I was like, you know, I was confident going in. In the limo, I was actually with Jojo and Leah and Tierra. And Jojo obviously looked absolutely stunning and I walk out in this like spaceship onesie and they were all like they were like are you are you a producer do you work for the show and I was like no actually I'm competing right against you guys like so but they loved it they thought it was great they were very supportive and fun about it and I just walking into that first night I was not myself I was comfortable with what I was doing but I was wearing wearing but like I was so overwhelmed why is that the first night, I mean, you get there at 8.30 p.m. You meet each girl as they come in. It films until like 10 in the morning. Oh, so my God. So we are up all <gasps> night. If you wow. notice, every time the girl leaves or people leave in the morning after the first night, it's it's daylight. And when you get there, it's night. So why it's, do they start wow. so late? Because they, yeah. they want it to be at night and they just it's, so it's a night shoot. Yeah. Um. And I think, honestly, you're there. You're exhausted. The pressure is on you. It's, and you're really drunk usually, too. Yeah. Like, a lot that's of the girls did didn't drink my night my first night there was only like lace and um megan i believe so it was like one hot mess who jumped in the pool yeah yeah Yeah, that was usually more with the men yeah like vinny vinny got (laughs) got wasted the first night (laughs) i went one time (laughs) and like (laughs) so and lace got really drunk oh yeah and i want that i did not like lace one bit and she ended up being my best friend on Paradise. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. So hey, this is good stuff, though. So you mm-hmm. walk in, you get out, yep. you're wearing the ones, you're feeling really uncomfortable. Did you prepare by, like, sleeping all day? Did you know you were going to be there until no. 10 in the morning? Well, yes. They make you rest up a yeah. lot. Um, but going in, I had a gown. I had shoes. I had jewelry. I I had it planned out. And an hour before we left for the house, I chose to wear the onesie. Mm-hmm. What changed your mind? Um, I have, I'm a graphic designer, so I had made something for Ben. And... With copyright issues, I wasn't able to, oh, to present it. it to him, um, supposedly. Buzzkill. So, yeah. So I was like, I got to do something oh, different. Your gimmick. I, I mean, Jojo wore a unicorn mask and she made it to the final two. So <laughs> I don't know. But but it wasn't um, like a My Little Pony unicorn mask. So no, no, it was like, it was like scary. scary. It was kind of My Little Pony, I thought. Oh, I thought it was scary. Oh. Yeah. But I mean... <laughs> I don't regret it one bit because where I am now. How much time did you get to spend with Ben in that first night? So Ben was great. He made sure that he got time with every single girl there. 
which I thought oh, was... Oh, I bet he did. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, but he was so genuine. He seemed... I don't know how he was the rest of the season, but that first night, he seemed so nervous and oh my God, he's very timid. He's 6'5". Was he just like so... Is he really? That's what his... Yeah, he's tall. That's yeah. what his... Like, I remember Google noticing it when he would... They do the far shot. Yeah, he is tall, I guess. Yeah. He's not as like... He's kind of like skinnier than I expected. Get in the gym, Ben Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> You've been called out. But he's so, so sweet. So he, he really was. So he seemed kind of timid yeah he was nervous really oh yeah but he was genuine so very. he made sure to spend time like did you get a sense even then on that first night that he's very serious like he wants very to serious. find a wife so he was making sure that he spent enough time with each of you to know mm-hmm. if there was chemistry and if he yes. saw some connection mm-hmm. yes definitely he spent time with every girl there whether it was five minutes or ten minutes i think i got a good five minutes out oh, of so that's ten not hours even that long <laughs> no. no not at all but what, 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 what was he busy doing then for 10 hours? But I mean, there was I like know. 30 women there. I know, but women. even so, five, five minutes times 30 is right. only two and a half hours. I know. Yeah. It, I honestly don't even, re- it was like, I don't remember what we did. Um, really? It was a lot of just talking with the other girls. We had, you're pulled away for interviews. He was pulled away for interviews. He was getting to eat. He was talking, you know, it was just like this long, long process. Did they give you food? Or? Yeah, there's okay. food and all you can eat and drink, like. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we we know about the open bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. <laughs> Makes for good TV. <laughs> but it, it, but it, yeah, I know. I would just like want to go to <laughs> sleep. No, I had like a cot room, or I just <laughs> need like a few bitty winks. And just, can, I, can you give me a floaty for the pool? <laughs> hey, producer, I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> and I was hot. I was oh so sweating. Like at at one point, I had like ice packs on my back, and I was so oh. nervous. I was like going to get sick. I was like, I can't do this. I, I At one point, I was like, I should just go home. Jeez, meltdown. Wow. But <laughs> yeah, I was super nervous. It was like, everything was just like... It overwhelming. Was so overwhelming. You never knew exactly what time the rose ceremony was going to be, so you always felt like time was going to run out, and you right. had to get your time in, and you could watch all these girls continue to get time, and I was one of the last girls to talk to Ben. And was that because you like it's up to you to really push your way in? It is, but also I felt at some times that other girls were talking to him longer or were put in front of me or in line. I don't oh, know. I see. How you so did you feel like the, that the producers had already decided who might be a better fit, so they were making it easier for them? I honestly, I don't know. It was such a blur for me. I kind of just did my own thing, but I find looking back, like I definitely sat back a little bit and watched. Yeah, you got to be a pushy psycho yeah. to get through on that first night. And, I, and I was, like, it's bedlam, right? And, and I mean, you got to be aggressive. Be aggressive. Totally. And I and I said maybe just it wasn't for me. And everything happens for a reason. And I went home. I like stayed in Santa Monica for five days with my friends, and Ooh, I was nice. like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and just move to New York. I moved here and stayed on my brother's couch for two weeks and got a bartending job and I said I'm never gonna do paradise ever. Wow. <laughs> so you so what it did is it turned you off reality TV for a bit. It it didn't necessarily turn me off. I just was like, you know, I gave up so much to be there and did not expect right, to go didn't home. you quit your job so you I could did. do it? I did. Why is that? Because Oof. you didn't know that you thought I better quit because what if I get picked and then I'm gonna stay? Well I quit my job when I found out that I was going to be on the first right. night. Um, but you have the ability to be there for five days to almost three months. So 
I said, I'm going to quit my job. But they said to me, if you need to come back, like whenever you come back, your, your position is open. So that was nice. That's really? great. But I, Bonnie, I, would you do that for me? Bonnie, I have some news <laughs> for you. Um, I, honestly, if you went on The Bachelorette, I think that Bonnie would be fine with it. <laughs> She'd be like, whenever you get sent home, it's that's fine. Right, you can but, come back. You'd have to find your replacement before you go. <laughs> <laughs> See? She's and already you have angry. to bring us all the inside footage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to move to New York. And that was kind of my... It gave you the spur. It gave me just the push to do it. And I did. And... Well, just great. just going back, like, why did you go on? Were you looking for love? Did you think, hey, maybe I could really find a great husband if I go on The Bachelor? So I've always been a huge, huge fan of the show. And I was watching, I'd broken up with my boyfriend senior year of college. And I had moved to Greenwich, lived by myself. And I remember I was watching Chris Soul's season. And I loved Chris. I loved him. Really? I, was like, I don't know. There was just physically, there was something about him. There I go again with just physical attraction. <laughs> but, um... You wanted to move to Iowa. I mean, he's like a yeah, hot, I'm he's just like, like a he's hot, hot country farmer. boy. He's just a hot farmer. He's been on yeah, the show, actually. Yeah, Chris well, that's right. We have. We've interviewed Chris. Yeah, he's very nice. That. He's yeah. very charming in person. But um, he was have you the met him since? I have not met Chris. Oh, he's, um, well, he's still single. Yeah. That's what I've heard. A lot um, of the girls have met him. but He was in here, and he, he we did like an hour interview with him about like cows and stuff. No, pigs. pigs. Remember? Pig farming, He came yeah. in with the pig farmer of the year. Oh, boy. That's, yeah. This could be your future man. Yeah. He could be. Actually Is have, that a turn on? I have, some, I have some audio from that. I have some audio from that interview, actually. <laughs> yeah. That was That's it. Crazy. That was yeah. him. That's what happened. Wait. So, what drew you back to being a tra- going to going on Bachelor in Paradise? Well, he said wait, you never no, wanted I, to do but it. But wait, we didn't find out. Like, did oh. you? She, she was interested in Chris. She oh, was so, attracted to Chris. So I just Sorry, applied. I'll get back to you. I applied on a whim. I did the one photo my name, a few sentences, and an email address. And that was 2014. Or no, yeah, 2014. And then last March, I got an email from a senior casting producer, and they wanted me immediately to come to the casting call. And they brought me like past like the thousands of girls that were in line, brought me right in, took my photos, interviewed me, um, did a video interview. And from there, it was just last summer was just constantly back and forth sending applications and videos and photos and then they flew me out to LA for video interviews with producers and then after that that's when I found out that I was on the cast did you have to do like 200 pages of paperwork there was a lot of paperwork but um yeah yeah a lot it's like a lot of flying around and like expensive right like to do all this like yeah they they bring you out there for your interviews um, that's good but packing I mean you bring all your own clothes you what was really everything. oh yeah what was it like walking so past so all of those evening dresses and everything that the girls wear mm-hmm. it's all your own you yes. have to go and get them mm-hmm. wow so it's a lot of money was spent to just prepare to you know? dress yeah and all the bikinis bikinis your hair your, you know I got extensions the whole deal and I was like well what's wow. out the window I thought they dressed the girls Mm-mm. wow that's amazing so much prep that's, too right like so a lot of prep but did you think think in your mind I could get a husband or was that just I'm going to have an experience I was more saying that I wanted to go for the experience but if I did happen to find love with Ben that would just be great Mm -hmm. but who gets this experience not many people there were I think 30,000 girls that applied to Ben's season or something and humble brag I was one of 30 (laughs) and it was like you know it was great I was I said why not I was wanting to quit my job wanting to move to New York wanting a different change and 
I did it. Right, so you did it, and then you ended up, you did the one uh, 8.30 till 10 in the morning, and then you did move to New York, so it motivated you. Mm -hmm. So then, yes, why did you decide to come back, do Bachelor in Paradise? So I didn't think that they were going to ask me, Um, but I had a good relationship with producers. Elon was very, like, attentive to me and really wanted to, you know, continue speaking with me, Mm -hmm. and then they invited me back for Women Tell All. And now, being a night one girl, that doesn't usually happen. Um, So when they did that, that was kind of, you know, this... It seemed to me that, okay, like, there's something about me that they liked. I didn't stay long enough, and now they want me to have some sort of presence. So going back was, like, kind of my my coming out again. They were like, you got to look hot. You have to look sexy. Like... No onesie, I said, believe me, I will never, <laughs> ever. Not making that mistake We're twice. Never. <laughs> and we'll address that again don't, when I talk about paradise. Don't waste um, your time doing graphic design work. They're not going to let no, you bring no. <laughs> Don't bring that onesie. <laughs> See, you learn, you learn things from your first time around. Yes. Experience counts. And so then how did Bachelor in Paradise happen? So I had heard that women tell all and men tell all is like this they kind of see if they need want you for paradise. Not an audition, but kind of just to see if they, they want you back. And after that, they they'd called me and asked me um, if I wanted to be a part of it, that it was a possibility. It wasn't definite, but I was definitely on their, their radar. And I was still bartending. I didn't have a full-time graphic design job. I was doing freelance, and I had gotten my own apartment, but I was just like, why not? If I don't do this, I will regret it. It's true. Why not? Like, why not? Why not? Being so young I did. is so great. You can just be like, whatever. I'm quitting my yeah. job. I'm going to go do The Bachelor for three months. <laughs> like, fuck it. I'm out. And I did it. And I and I was original cast. And I made a great entrance. And I made a you know an image for myself other than the girl in the onesie. And that was my goal. And I think that was what producers wanted as well. And were um, you surprised that you ended up Having a connection with Vinny yes. and having a relationship. I never thought that I would have met Vinny in the first place. I didn't know who from JoJo season was going to be there. They had asked us certain people that we would be interested in going ah. in, but jo- uh, I mean, Vinny was not on my list. I actually, I ended up telling him I was like, like I hated your hair. It's <laughs> oh, so horrible, but clearly he knew because he but changed he it is, before paradise. Yes, and he, I mean, he caught my eye. I didn't even recognize him. He was the second guy that I hugged after Daniel walking in, and I was like, wow, like he, his bright blue eyes, and he was just so sweet and genuine. He's the nicest person. So he, he definitely caught my eye, and we hit it off immediately. There wasn't really anyone else there that I. Wanted to wanted get, to, close get to, to know, yeah, and it kind of just happened. That first day in paradise was just like the first night in the bachelor bachelor mansion. Like it was just such a blur. Oh, such really? Blur. Oh, Why did they God. keep you up all night again? No, it was just like we. I got there around like three or four in the afternoon, but the first person that was there, Amanda and Nick, they had gotten there like before noon. So it's an all day thing as people come in. And then Chad was just pooping his pants through the night. Yeah, Chad was pooping his pants. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he really. says it. He says that's not real. He says that he didn't. Well, <laughs> he says a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and was it that he got that drunk? He was so drunk. Like Ugh. we were all drunk, but I don't think I've ever seen somebody that wow. intoxicated. He was, <laughs> and he doesn't. He says he doesn't drink often, but if you watch his Snapchats and yeah, he's <laughs> literally, he's all literally, he literally smoking and drinking twenty four seven, and then eating chicken and going to the gym. And that is his life. Going life. to the bathroom, but usually he makes it to the bathroom. <laughs> it was that first night was insane. Too and much then, chicken. 
know. Waking up that next day and really having them tell us that he was leaving, we were absolutely shocked because so many people were excited to meet him. Like we were, even the guys. Why? So why did he leave? Because he pooped his pants? No, he was he was out of control. He was very literally of his bowels. <laughs> Wait, so Chris Chris Harrison said that he was really mean to the staff that worked there. He was. He was very verbally abusive. Um, he was yeah, swearing left and right, being just very very physical with people. You know, I you saw how he was like shaking right. lace and yeah. pushing her and like. I mean, Lace pushes him right back, but still, like, he no, shouldn't a, have been pushing right. her. You know, he was very... Dynamic. Well, he also called yeah. her the C word, which is, like, yes. the one word you don't say around no. women, and then it's, like, from there, and it's just a downhill battle. Offending Sarah, who... Sarah, I thought, is the sweetest girl, and she did absolutely nothing wrong, and she was the only one who stood up for everybody, and we... I don't think anybody else had the, the balls to do that, but she did. <laughs> Yeah, right. So we, he went home. You know, when when they do this, like I I'm, you, I know you can't probably disclose where paradise is, but I mean, you have somebody who gets that drunk. I hope they have like they're able to get to a hospital if they need to. Oh yeah, to. no, the medic is on on scene twenty four seven. Yeah, you yeah. would need it because that's a. I mean, you can get alcohol poisoning. Oh, of course. You can tell my mom. Of course. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I don't think my parents would have let me go if there wasn't someone there that. Well, that was my other thing. So, do your parents watch Paradise? Did they watch? They all do. Of it? Were you they nervous do. that they were going to be like? Well, I also have two brothers who were oh, not boy. pleased. Are they older going. or younger? One's older. One's younger. They were not pleased. They Why? were not. They were. They were just nervous. You know, they were nervous for me to go on The Bachelor in the first place, but they supported it. And then. Paradise hasn't really gotten a great reputation. Maybe the quote unquote trashier version. Um, oh, it's definitely the trashier <laughs> yeah. version. Let's so, be real. And it's I'm summer like, trash. and I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a trashy person. No, and no. my family is very protective of me. And well, they, you know, it's reality TV. They could have like, spun me anyway. It's like trash in a classy rapper. It's right. Temptation Island in the MBC or ABC rapper, right? Yeah. It just like looks better. And I don't know. It's, I don't, it's just, it's well done. Everyone is really yeah. good looking. Yes. yes. Everyone's beautiful. Thing. And you all, you know, it's. So what do you do all day there? That like, is like the number one question I get. And I can only tell you absolutely nothing. Really? Are you allowed to work out? Can you? Yeah, you, yeah. There's no gym. All the boys worked out on the on the um, beach. Yeah. Um. Pretty much just laid out, went in the pool, uh, laid on the beach, drank a lot, <laughs> ate. I drank and ate every single minute. What a vacation. Um. Yeah. It was amazing. It was I'd actually be paradise. Like, I'd be like huge I, and really sunburned when I left. I know. <laughs> that's what I would worry I would about. Be, I'd be watching my figure if I was like. And yeah. all you're eating so. is Mexican food. Right. But like yeah. there were days but that I was just like. <laughs> you're in bikinis yeah. how do you manage that it all that? makes sense now <laughs> <laughs> do we have any other business to get to he does well we have to see where you're at with Vinny now because yes. you did say we saw the video you guys of outside of, outside of the airport mm -hmm. you both said you're just friends you mm -hmm. were sleeping on his lap on the plane I was but that was Which progress was? because you really had not seen each other since you left the island oh wait you're are, is that a wink <laughs> I you? don't know we um we didn't we didn't see each other um oh they're definitely hooking left. up they're there for sure <laughs> hooking up like is he here in New York or like that but yeah no we flew <laughs> yeah. he had a gig in um in AC He's uh, waiting in the car outside. Atlantic City. <laughs> so he flew to New York. I live here, and um, it was just—it was convenient. We—we it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a shock. They, we had planned to travel back together, um, but we definitely created an unbelievable friendship there, and we both experienced this that not many people get to experience. You know, so we definitely have a close relationship, and but for so now why? we're friends. Like so. 
just going back to the breakup. So the, mm -hmm. you were this solid couple, supposedly. Vinny thought that you were mm -hmm. probably had a future. And then one day Brett arrives and you just kind of dumped him. Mm -hmm. Why did that happen? I know you explained it on, on After Paradise. You said that it, it was something that was coming, but... Mm -hmm. there were Unfortunately, there were scenes that weren't shown of me and Vinny having conversation about future and that we weren't necessarily ready for an engagement um, if we had made it to the end. So I think that was a little bit misconstrued, but there were certain things that I didn't get to talk to him about, like I had mentioned earlier, just like the solid foundation questions in a relationship. And we just didn't address those, and I was starting to have doubts and insecurities. And then when Brett walked in, who is somebody that would be my physical type? Um, without even knowing who he was, I didn't even know who he was from Andy's season, um, it just kind of made my stomach flip. And I said, if I'm looking in someone's direction as I'm sure a lot of people do. I'm not the only one. Um, it just made me question those doubts and insecurities that I was having with Vinny. And I thought, I can't lie to him. I have to be honest. And like I said on the live show, I should have addressed it with Vinny first. I should have went and talked to Brett first. Um, but I don't regret being honest and that's all I can say is I was honest with him I was honest with myself like I, honest with Vinny yeah of and course. that you told him you weren't ready yeah and I and I wish looking back I wish that I could have handled it differently I know that I wasn't necessarily in the best way but I was honest and that's what I have to just stay true to myself and and know that so did it seem really weird though going off on that date with Brett Brett is hot. I get it. I'm like yeah. looking pictures at him. Yeah, I see. What, I yeah, see. he's definitely very physically attractive, mm. but I had not even spoken to him and didn't know one thing And he thing walked about in it. with a lamp. Yeah, I mean, I he doesn't love <laughs> lamp. <laughs> what? What? He was walked it? in carrying a lamp. Yeah. He, but, that was his thing. But like, I didn't even know because he had, he brought a lamp to Andy's <laughs> Andy season. Andy's and like I, how's hers was the onesie. Right. So that was yeah. like he brought a, a lamp. Right. right. So that was what like does that mean? Joke. He said that his mom had tell, told him never to show up somewhere empty handed. So he brought a lamp. People, a lot of people have said that uh, when they, for so their he, explanation for what they bring. Right. So he brought it from the hotel. He it was said. really original. Was there any shade? <laughs> <laughs> there was a shade. The it was square. Yeah. I bet. The square shade. I prefer uh, square over. Nice. <laughs> so, yes. So you had a. Oh, it's so, yeah. Yeah, there's a shade on it. Yeah, it's yep, that's not. Square. So it's like a legit hotel it's lamp. Like pier one. Right. It's, it's a floor a, lamp. It's a, it's a nice piece. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't fit my apartment, but I have it. I mean, you took I have more of yeah, a mid, I, I have a mid-century thing going. It's not really for me, but okay, <laughs> anyway, do we, okay, Gino, I'm so glad that we've digressed. <laughs> I just want to hear more about Brett. Yes. Um, and so Brett made, Brett made you get sort of like butterflies because yeah. you were like, whoa, this guy's good looking. And there had not been one person that had walked in prior to that that had me like even caught my eye. And obviously Brett felt something for you too. Mm -hmm. He never asked. We never even spoke. He introduced himself, but that was it. Um, but he knew that I was with Vinny. And so he asked Kayla on the date. Kayla, who was with Jared in a right. serious relationship, yes. um, who decided to go on the date, who was probably feeling the exact same way I was, saying, why not? You're in paradise. See if something's there, and if it's not, come back. And that's where I kind of wish that Vinny did stay because that next day I would have fully realized that, you know, maybe there is something there with Vinny more that I oh. 
you know. If I was Vinny oh. though, I'd be like, be like, get well, out of here. He like did. he left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad at you. So mad at you. And he was. He hated me, and he was so heartbroken. And I. You saw something shiner, and you're like, peace out, Vinny. And I hate, but that's and that's how it unfortunately was. That's paradise is to find someone and to see you have to keep your options open. Yeah, but that is the point, right? You're there to really like make those decisions, and like that's what's up. And so if more people were honest, we'd have real couples at the end. And then you were you stayed. Yep. stay for a while yes yeah, so i stay and you'll you'll see uh what happens next um but i definitely see Vinny as just such a good friend and we have a great relationship right now well and so you didn't really see him again until you saw him on the show correct so how did that feel like, it was overwhelming yeah honestly it was very overwhelming especially being there and seeing nick and being just in that spotlight especially it being live as well was very scary because we weren't sure what each other were going to say. And it was just, it was a very overwhelming feeling. Super. Right. Um, where can we, we got to wrap up, Bonnie. Where, where? <laughs> I don't want to wrap gonna, up. She's going to ask questions. So many I like questions. all these Forever. details. Um, where can we follow you going forward? Uh, people are watching the show. Are you mm-hmm. live tweeting? What, what are you doing? I'm trying, I'm not a really good person on Twitter. I'm gonna not going to lie. I try. Um, but I'm on Twitter, Izzy Goodkind. And Instagram and Snapchat. Is your Instagram... Did you delete your Instagram for a while? Um, And then it came back up? I did have it deleted during filming. Okay, Justin Bieber. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, nice. No, I don't blame you at all. The haters. I Um, I see so many hate tweets to everyone that's on Bachelor in Paradise that I don't know how you even read it. Because people Mm -hmm. are very judgmental. Oh, I've gotten very, very horrible things since I broke up with Vinny on the show. But honestly... I'm yeah, not letting it, it phase me. You I don't. Honestly, I you gotta can't. ignore those people. That's like, why you read Bonnie's articles about you. Exactly. I wrote one about Ashley and how people, if she wants to cry, she wants to cry. Leave of her course, yeah. So exactly. Yeah, that's what you gotta do. Now, so Vinny's here. <laughs> how long? Bonnie, we gotta wrap up. No, I want. There's more. Do you know? Just hold off. You gotta hold off <laughs> because we need answers. Okay, so Vinny's here, and in, in doesn't he normally live in Florida? He does live in Florida. So he had a um, a DJing job to do in New Jersey Um, so he I believe is going back to Florida probably tomorrow and do you think you'll be staying in touch like is there a future here I don't know if there's necessarily a future within a relationship but most definitely a friendship the door's not completely okay, closed yet. Door's not closed. <laughs> At least not we're, right now. We're definitely... Um, He's, he has a room key is what you're saying. <laughs> it's like a drape, I would say. It's, it's, like it's closed, but like you yeah. can just... He's definitely a great friend. Is, would you consider being a, a bachelorette? Like, would you want to take that route? Uh, No. Okay. Would, I don't think I would do that. I don't think I would go back on Bachelor, but I would consider... Um, no, no, being a bachelorette oh, is like, the bachelorette. No. Would you consider that? No, no. why not? I don't know if I could do that. I could hardly handle breaking up with one person. So let alone twenty five, twenty five, or twenty five. Yeah, you go back on Bachelor yeah. Paradise. I if you were if, still if single. I were single, I would consider it. It was definitely an amazing experience, and I met even just not even the cast members, but the people that I wor- that the producers and people that take care of you on a daily basis. Met so many great friends. So I like how she said, "If I were single." So mm-hmm. maybe she's not single right now, and maybe. she just can't tell us. Woman of mystery, but okay. maybe we'll find out more on Facebook Live. We're about to. Uh, All right, yeah. <laughs> we can okay. talk some more. Yes. <laughs> My money, you can get more of your fix. We got to wrap this podcast up. I have other things to do. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you, Izzy, so much thank for you. coming in to talk to us and to the Hollywood Life audience. And thanks, yeah, what Emily a charmer! And Gina. What a charmer! Ooh. Yeah, we loved it. Thanks, guys. Okay, thank you, and good luck with everything.